Kia ora, I'm Sharon Brett-Kelly. Today on The Detail, refunds and the battle over hundreds of millions of dollars of customer cash Air New Zealand won't give back. We had a huge number of our audience get in touch with us uh, and they were Air New Zealand customers. And what they were telling us was that they felt it was particularly difficult to get hold of Air New Zealand to have any conversation or engagement around how they might get a refund. And each time I've spoken to somebody who's told me, sorry, we can't help you, we are only offering credit notes. Most of the things that they had in common were the fact that they were having their trip of a lifetime to the US or to wherever. And it says we are holding your booking and credit and are working on functionality to enable you to rebook online. And as a result of their flights being cancelled, Air New Zealand refused to give them a refund but would hold the value of their airfare in credit. So I've said that they're just going to give you a, a, a credit on your airfare but they're not really clear on what you can use your credit for. A lot of our listeners just found it completely unfair that in some cases they had also lost their jobs and needed that money to put food on the table in their household. Um, they had uh, experienced a great financial setback as a, as a result of the lockdown, but that Air New Zealand was holding on to their money at a time when they really needed it. Bridget Burke is senior producer at Checkpoint on RNZ. And, you know, we made many inquiries to Air New Zealand about what their approach is. Air New Zealand declined to be interviewed, but in a statement says it's crediting or refunding customer tickets according to the fare bought and the country it was bought in. You know, when Checkpoint approaches Air New Zealand about any number of matters, whether it be employment, the conditions of, of their redundancy or layoffs for their staff, or in fact, the refunds for their customers. And we have often gone to the airline to inquire uh, as to what they are prepared to do for their customers. Because I think New Zealanders actually really do feel an ownership of that airline. I mean, essentially, they're shareholders. And they do have... Um, a sense that Air New Zealand must act with kindness or be reasonable. I mean, they have taken the wage subsidy. As of this week, Air New Zealand has claimed more than $71 million in subsidies to pay 10,254 people. It can also tap into a $900 million loan from the government. You know, there was a sense and an obligation that the airline must behave in a way that was reasonable and kind and fair. And um, many of the customers were telling us that they just didn't think it just that the airline should hold on to their money, and especially when they couldn't see a time when they might be able to travel on a plane again. They've been quite difficult. I mean, obviously, the, the, the people on the end of the telephone, <laughs> it's not their fault, but they just sing the party song. They just say, I'm sorry, this is, this is our, um, what do they say, this is our uh, procedure, um, and we can't do anything about it. And I said, well, these are exceptional circumstances. Your procedure really should then take into account, you know, people's exceptional circumstances. I also quoted something called the frustrated contract which is, I don't know if you know about that, but that means that if a contract is broken by both parties through no um, ability of them to change it, legally, you are entitled to a refund. So Air New Zealand would always decline our interview request and simply say there isn't anyone available to talk. Uh, we don't have anyone available for an interview. Our apologies, we're very busy right now. We don't have anyone available to speak to you. And this is exactly what they say each time. So the, the programme then went to Consumer NZ. We approached Consumer NZ and said, what are 
you experiencing in terms of complaints from customers? Does it line up with what we're hearing? Yes, indeed it does. They equally at the time said that they were overwhelmed with customers, many of them disappointed that they just couldn't get a response from Air New Zealand. A lot of them couldn't even see where their credit was being held on their Air New Zealand account. And uh, Consumer NZ basically said, look, unfortunately, it doesn't look good for the consumers because as it stands, the law allows for Air New Zealand to retain that money and keep it in credit. So it didn't seem like a positive thing for the customers in terms of getting any refund anytime soon. A couple of days later, Consumer NZ uh, confirmed with us that, in fact, the US transportation laws uh, govern the airline must refund fares that are purchased to either arrive or depart from the US. There is some clarification that Consumer NZ was seeking around those transiting through the US, in fact, whether that meant that they would get a refund too. Our producer, Bridget Burke, has just got off the phone with Consumer New Zealand's Jessica Wilson, who says consumers should be covered by US Department of Transportation regulations. In this situation, consumers are covered by US flight rules. These rules mean that if you're booked on a flight to the US, you are entitled to a refund if your flight's been cancelled. So that also applies to people who have booked through Air New Zealand on a flight to the US. If you're only offered a credit by the airline, you can request a refund. So then we thought, oh, great, that's lovely for the people who have, you know, and one particular customer, a listener to Checkpoint, said... Look, I'm in Australia. We've saved for this trip of a lifetime to take, you know, my father, uh, our daughter. It was a three-generation trip, and they'd spent about 12 grand on it. And they really needed that because her husband was since out of work. They needed that money, as I say, to go back into their household. Um, And, you know, theirs was one that would be potentially refunded under the governing laws of the US Transportation Act. But that's only a fraction of the ticket holders who will, would get a refund and the rest are, their money is being basically held by in New Zealand. That's right. They've still got hold of thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars worth of New Zealand customers' money. The, the law might not compel it to act in such a way, but one could argue that ethically they might be obliged to do so. Mm. Um, Minister Grant Robertson, the shareholding minister of Air New Zealand, came on checkpoint, we put it to him, is this kindness that we're seeing from Air New Zealand? And he conceded, no, it's not kind. Uh, a few days ago, we spoke to the Minister for Transport, Twyford. He said that the government isn't well pleased with Air New Zealand. The government's not altogether happy with um, uh, what's been going on in relation to, uh, to this with Air New Zealand. Um, my colleague, Chris Farfoy, who's Minister of Consumer Affairs, he's, uh, I think, been pretty critical publicly about this. Uh, he's got some work underway with officials. Yeah, well, he's um, told us he's to, written... To look at... Yeah, he told us he spoke to you a couple of weeks ago and asked you about reviewing aviation laws around the refunds. So, so where are you at with that? What work are you doing? Yeah, so I've got um, work underway with the Civil, Civil Aviation Bill, which is a, a major overhaul of our civil aviation legislation. On the face of it, um, you'd have to think that uh, there's a case for uh, looking at change, but it's not without its complexities. Good on Consumer NZ, because they proved to be quite a circuit breaker in this situation, where Air New Zealand wouldn't front for us. They managed to get a confirmation from Air New Zealand that they would look into refunding those customers who had fears to the US. I have since heard from 
a woman whom we featured on Checkpoint, uh, after we ran the fact that uh, if you had tickets to the US, you could get a refund, hours later of putting her, her story to ear, she was given a full refund oh, and was absolutely right. delighted. So one does get the feeling that unless you leverage publicly uh, a situation that seems so outrageous and unjust, then they're not really interested in, in, in having to do anything that they don't have to. Did you hear from anybody who said, leave this company alone, they are in huge financial trouble at the moment, you know, a big corporate isn't expected to be kind, it's expected to run its business well? We always hear you know, two sides of the coin in feedback. But this is the exception. Really? We didn't hear from anybody who felt that Air New Zealand was was being given a rough time um, uh, being expected to refund its fares. In this case, it was New Zealanders wanting their money back and just could not get anywhere with Air New Zealand, their comms department, on Twitter, on they would log into their account on Air New Zealand, presumably through the app. They just couldn't get a human to talk to. And when they did, they were made promises that were reneged on. And this is what I have heard on a number of occasions, where they've been told one thing and then been forgotten about. And I even reminded Air New Zealand of a commitment they had made to a, a customer. It was a charitable organisation. The children's charity, Ballyfull, finds itself with $12,000 worth of unwanted Air New Zealand credits after it was forced to cancel a training conference in Christchurch this weekend due to the COVID-19 pandemic. They refused to refund the money and... <laughs> Worse still, the organisation involved couldn't use that as a credit because it wasn't under the relevant names of people who would need to travel. The charity just wants a refund. Its volunteers may not be able to attend a future conference and the much-needed money could be better used supporting needy families through the pandemic. But they have since made good on that in some way. In New Zealand, did, I did follow up on that and they did come to the party eventually. So the refunds are coming through for a fraction of customers. The new CEO of Consumer New Zealand, John Duffy, says that's not good enough and he's pushing the government to do something. He's meeting the Consumer Affairs Minister, Chris Farfoy, tonight and he'll be telling him what it's like for consumers caught up in the no-refund tussle. You've got consumers who are genuinely in real financial hardship They might have lost their jobs. They might, for one reason or another, be really doing it tough at the moment. And they need the cash. They need the cash back to put food on the table. Then you've got kind of consumers who sit in the middle of the spectrum who are just pretty peeved, to be honest, that New Zealand is behaving this way and that they can't get their money out. And then you've got consumers at the other end of the spectrum who, you know, genuinely care about New Zealand and they seem really upset that the brand would behave in this way. And it's not necessarily that they want a refund, but from what they're telling us, you know, they can see that there's this bigger concern within the economy that this money, if it were refunded, could be put back in the pockets of consumers who would then go and spend it on things to stimulate New Zealand's economy. So they see it as a New Zealand Inc. issue and that um, New Zealand's not living up to its brand posture. What, how many complaints did you get about this? I mean, was it an overwhelming number? It's, look, it's in the hundreds, absolutely. And it's, uh, look, I haven't been here that long to, um, 
to give you a comparison with other issues, but from from what my staff are telling me, it's one of the biggest issues uh, we've seen in a long time. And so what did you do once these complaints started pouring in? What kind of process did you go through? Well, we needed to understand the breadth of the issues. And, and look, I'll be honest with you here, the, the law is relatively convoluted. So it makes a difference whether you have domestic or international flights. It makes a difference on your international flights where you're flying through. So if you're flying through the US or you're flying to the EU, under those jurisdictions, you have the right to a refund. So we, we're in this peculiar situation where the American Department of Transportation is able to protect New Zealand consumers better than our regulators. And that's, I mean, that's pretty funky in my opinion. So when we first started unpicking the issues, we realised that a lot of what we were being told by consumers through their complaint emails to us was that Air New Zealand was maintaining a firm line that even if they were travelling to the US or through the US, they weren't entitled to a refund, and that's misleading. So our first step was to look into those complaints and then having put advice on our website about what the what the real position was, then make a complaint to the Commerce Commission under the Fair Trading Act alleging that um, in New Zealand was misleading consumers about their rights to a refund in respect of flights through the United States. But that's just a fraction of the customers, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it was just a sliver. And while in New Zealand backtracked on that issue and well, has said that they are beginning to refund consumers, we're aware of some consumers who have got refunds, but we're also concerned that there's consumers out there who have accepted credits and don't realise that, that they could go back and get a refund now because uh, the information they were initially provided by New Zealand um, has misled them into accepting those credits. But yeah, you're quite right, this is this is a small fraction of the hundreds of millions of dollars in refunds that, that could be paid back to New Zealand consumers. So what do you do or can you do about them? So we've attempted to engage with Air New Zealand on this issue and I've been told that uh, uh, a letter that I sent to the Chief Executive of Air New Zealand has been received and I should be expecting a response at some point, don't know when. Uh, we've also written to the Minister and we'll be um, uh, hopefully meeting with the Minister this week to discuss the issue. Um, and there's, there's, you know, there's two broad issues here for the government. Firstly, they are the majority shareholder in New Zealand, so um, they're in this whether they like it or not, unfortunately, um, as are taxpayers. Mm. And the, the second issue is the state of the law and the fact that this was allowed to happen in the first place and that our laws are out of step with the European Union and, and the United States. Why, why should European or American consumers have better protection than New Zealand consumers? It doesn't, doesn't follow for me. And John, when exactly did you send that letter to the Chief Executive of Air New Zealand? Uh, it'd be close to two weeks ago now. What did you say in that letter? So we highlighted many of the issues that we've just um, traversed. So that the fact that the law says one thing doesn't mean that companies can't do the right thing by New Zealand consumers. We expressed strong concerns that Air New Zealand was misleading uh, consumers around some of their rights to a refund and just highlighted the fact that, um, you know, as an iconic New Zealand company, New Zealand should be doing the right thing.
Would that be out of the ordinary for, for Consumer NZ to send a letter like that in a situation like this on behalf of consumers? Or is, is this part of the steps that you do take in these situations? Well, every, every issue is different. And, you know, I don't want to repeat any cliches about unprecedented times, but, you know, these are, these are fairly unique circumstances. It's not every day you have a global pandemic that, you know, turns the aviation industry on its head. Um, you know, and that's a, that's a really important point to acknowledge. We're not by any means suggesting that Air New Zealand isn't operating in a really tough environment. We're not naive enough to suggest that. But that's not necessarily the fault of the loyal New Zealand customers who have purchased tickets. You know, these flights have been cancelled uh, for reasons beyond anyone's control. And, and we don't see why consumers should be the ones holding the can um, as a result of that. So you sent the letter to the Chief Executive of Air New Zealand. Have you had a response? So we've had an acknowledgement from their Head of Corporate Affairs saying that they'll be getting back to us. Any idea when? No, no, no time frame. That was two weeks ago. How long do you give it before you say, well, what's our next step? Well, we're, we're thinking about that now. I mean, one of the problems with Air New Zealand's silence over this is that it's created... A whole lot of room for suppositions. So we've had a, a little bit of correspondence from consumers saying, hey, don't push too hard on this consumer NZ because we don't want to lose our national carrier and you could knock them over. But New Zealand's not actually coming out and saying that they need this money to survive. People are assuming that. And, you know, potentially it's logical, but actually it'd be really good to hear a reason for this policy from the company. We're, we're hearing absolute radio silence and that, you know, that, that leaves room for people to make assumptions. So I don't necessarily know for sure that New Zealand, uh, that New Zealand does need this money. They've got a $900 million loan facility available to them from the New Zealand government rather than using an interest-free loan, which is effectively what all the credits that they've, um, they've locked up from New Zealanders are. So, you know, I, I don't necessarily want to jump to the conclusion that New Zealand couldn't survive if they paid refunds back to New Zealanders. Has Air New Zealand responded at all to Um, any queries like this? They put out a media statement last week saying that effectively the law was on their side and they're entitled to um, not refund consumers. Okay, that's something at least. Cool. Um, But really, you know, they had the room at the start of COVID. They had New Zealanders in behind them. And I think they've lost the room or they've failed to read the room and realise how upset New Zealanders are that their national carrier is is treating them with this lack of dignity and not saying anything about it, not providing any uh, good reasons for, for retaining this money. What do you make of the government's response to the way in New Zealand is handling this? Well, I haven't seen anything other than concerns be expressed. Um, the, the Minister of Consumer Affairs... Uh, you know, to his credit, quite early on came out and identified that there's a problem with the law that has allowed this situation to come about. And that, that's a big step forward. And, and he committed at that point to, to review the law. So that's, that's fantastic. That's a step in the right direction. But it doesn't help the, um, the, the thousands of consumers that are out of pocket at the moment. OK, so what do you think is the most likely scenario from all of this? Well... If Air New Zealand take their head out of the sand and 
have a look around and realize how much animosity they're generating with this policy, I think, you know, logically, they're treating the, the very people that they are expecting to turn around and fly with them with, I don't want to say contempt, but certainly a lack of dignity. Um, if New Zealand wants to engender trust in its brand, it will turn around and offer consumers a choice between a credit and a refund. Then that allows those consumers who can afford it or, um, you know, have the convenience to do so, to leave their money in New Zealand in the form of a credit and use that credit at some point in the future. It lets those consumers who need the money get their money out and use it for the other things that are important for their lives. And John Duffy says his organisation will keep pushing on this issue because it's in a fight on behalf of New Zealand consumers, which is what Consumer NZ was set up to do. That's it for today. I'm Sharon Brett-Kelly. The detail is brought to you by newsroom.co.nz and made possible by RNZ and NZ On Air. You can get us downloaded free to your mobile phone every weekday from any podcast platform. If you're using Apple, give us a rating so other people can find us too. This episode was engineered by Jeremy Ansell and produced by Alexia Russell. Thanks to Bridget Burke and John Duffy. Kakite anō. anō.